Hello and welcome to the School Run Podcast, where it's all about helping you to do, have and be more so you can start to live life on your terms. Tune in during the morning school run as I, Victoria Caseborn, share inspirational stories, mindset mastery tips and help you open your mind to the miracles that surround you. My aim is to help you start every day feeling more empowered to take action towards making your dreams come true. Come and join me for my free two-week challenge to help you map out your perfect business and see if it would help you live that dream. Head over to victoriacaseborn.com forward slash challenge and join for free today. So as it's Friday, I have my interview of the week for you today, where I interview someone who I feel has a story or a journey that that will impact you in some way, that will give you some insight into either showing you that, that sometimes it's hard, but to see what happens when you keep going and get through to the other side, or something that will help you think differently about the way you view the world, something to inspire and motivate you over the weekend. So it's a longer episode, longer than probably your school run is, I hope. Uh, So listen over the weekend as and when you can, just to see if you can pick any tips, tricks and strategies up from our guest speaker today. Hello, and today I have a special treat for you. I had the absolute pleasure of interviewing Noah St. John, who is known as the Power Habits Mentor. He's famous for inventing affirmations and helping busy people achieve financial freedom. Um, I read his book within a weekend, and I absolutely loved how he has adapted affirmations um, based on the way our brains work and it just it really really does work I completely encourage you if you haven't done so already is to read it and to just give it a go uh, so Noah is the author of actual 10 books that have been translated into 12 languages including his latest bestseller the book of affirmations which I was just talking to you about so according to Stephen Covey Noah St John's work is about discovering within ourselves what we should have known all along that we are truly powerful beings with unlimited potential Noah delivers keynote speeches, online programs and live events that have been called the only training that fixes every other training. Um, So here is Noah's interview. It it cuts in mid-talking because I was all flustered because the technology wasn't working and um, we were running a couple of minutes late and I don't like to be late. So I was a bit flustered and forgot to hit record. Luckily, I remembered, but I did miss the very beginning. So I hope you enjoy and I hope you take a lot from it as as much as I did. So um, enjoy. Struggling college student. I was a religious studies major in college and I've been reading self-help books for many, many years and yet I was still struggling. I had been married and then divorced, and I was in this, living in this tiny little dorm room in college and maybe $800 to my name. The room was so small, just so you can picture it, that if you stood in the middle of the room and put your arms out to both sides, you could touch the walls on both sides. That's how tiny this little room was. And so I was, I was you know, very miserable, unhappy, frustrated. But what was worse than that was that one night in April 1997, I just sat there and I was just thinking, you know, there's, there's got to be something else. There's something missing here. And I just happened to look at all, all around my room were all these little pieces of paper that I'd written all these statements on, you know, these affirmations, just like they teach you in the books. I am happy. I'm wealthy. I'm rich. I'm successful. I'm prosperous. The only problem was I wasn't any of those things. I wasn't rich. I was broke. I wasn't happy. I was miserable. I wasn't, you know, I, I was I'm, I'm not you know, I didn't have a girlfriend. I was alone. And I'm like, are you kidding me with this? So it was even more frustrating to see that I've been doing everything they told me to do. And yet I was still 
nowhere near what I wanted. So I was even more frustrated. So I went to bed that night, got up the next morning and got in the shower, just like any other morning. Now, I'm sure we've all had those epiphanies in the shower, right? We all have those shower moments. I call it the shower fairy comes in and, you know, sprinkles fairy dust or whatever it is. But anyway, on this particular morning, I was just thinking about all of these things, all these thoughts rattling around in my head. And I just said, there's got to be a better way. What is it? What is it? And I started to think about what are we really talking about? We're talking about beliefs because if you want to change your life, it's pretty clear that you've got to change your beliefs. So I knew that part was right. I knew that's that part of what they were saying that had to be right. But then I said, well, if, okay, if what we're talking about is beliefs, what's a belief? And a belief is a thought. Okay, well, what is thought? And that's when I said, well, what is human thought? And then when I, had that question, I realized that human thought is the process of asking and searching for answers to questions. And what I like to do with my, uh, with my audiences, I, I, you know, do get the honor of speaking all around the world to, you know, different audiences, uh, you know, many, sometimes many thousands of people. And what I often do is I like to play a little game and I say, okay, we're going to play a little game. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. I want to see what happens, okay? So the question is, why is the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? Now, I just pause and I say, okay, so what just happened in your brain? So, Victoria, since you're here and we're talking, so what just happened in your brain when I asked you that question? Um, I started, started thinking about why it was blue. <laughs> exactly. So, really, what you're saying is your brain started to search for the answer, right? Yeah. And yeah. notice it happened automatically. You couldn't not do it. You literally couldn't help it. And so I said, wait a second. If the human mind is automatically searching for answers to questions, why are we going around making statements we don't believe? Because there's nothing wrong with the statements. The problem is we don't believe the statements. And so I said, well, why don't we just cut out the middleman and go right to the question? And I said, well, I don't know. What would that look like? This is a really long shower, by the way. So I said, well, what would that look like? And I said, well, I don't know. Um, the statement, so look at the statement, a traditional, so let's take a classic statement. So uh, a classic one is, I am rich. And I like to play this game too with my audiences. I say, all right, everybody will say, I am rich, right? And I'll go, I am rich. And then you know what happens? They start laughing, right? Everybody, I say, what are you laughing at? They go, well, I don't believe it. What do you mean you don't believe? You just said it. Yeah, but I don't believe it. So they're proving my point, see? So the point is, of course, the traditional teachers told us for years and decades, well, if you don't believe your statement, all you have to do is repeat it a thousand million billion kajillion times, right? <laughs> Somehow magically believe it. So what they're really saying, if you think about it, is bash your brain into submission. That's what they're really saying. Think about it. So I said, and you know, hey, and that's worked for many people. Certainly many people, that's worked fine. But for, of course, for millions and millions of us, it didn't work at all, which is why I share that story of how frustrated I was, because a lot of people can relate to that, I have found over the ensuing years. <laughs> So my point is, going back to the shower, I said, well, if that's the statement and it just, we don't believe it, what would the question be? Why am I so rich? Why am I so rich? Now, when you ask that question, what immediately starts to happen? You start to search for the answer, right? Mm -hmm. And so now what we're really talking about here is the law of sowing and reaping, right? As you so, so shall you reap. This is nothing new. It's been taught for centuries. But what are we sowing? We're sowing seeds of thought. But what are most people doing? Sowing lousy thought seeds. Why am I so broke? Why am I so fat? 
Why can't I do anything right? Why can't I lose weight? Why can't I find the right man or woman for me? Why is there more month left at the end of the money? Right? You ask lousy questions and what do you get? Yeah. <laughs> lousy answers, right? And so that creates a lousy life. So standing in the shower, April 1997, I said, what if we just, what if we just stopped asking lousy questions and turn, instead of asking lousy questions that lead to lousy answers and create a lousy life, what if we flip the whole thing around and start asking empowering questions that lead to phenomenal answers and create a wonderful life? And so as I was standing there in the shower, I said, holy cow, I think I just invented something. And so I had to give it a name and the name that I gave it was now the name of this new book from Hay House, which is Afformations, A-F-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N-S. So just to finish the story, I, I literally jumped out of the shower, I ran to my Apple computer, I wrote it all down, and I said, wow, this could really change the world if I could just tell people about it. Now remember, this was 1997. Google wasn't even born yet. So, I mean, this is the, this is dial-up. I mean, you remember, remember that? I mean, that mm -hmm. long no Facebook, no social media, no blogging, no you. I mean, none of that. So, I mean, it was basically just me and Al Gore on the internet. There was nobody there. So I said, what am I supposed to do? And I, long story short, I, I took a class on how to put up a website. I put up a website. I, I took a class on how to publish a book. I published a book. And then Jack Canfield, who was, uh, of course, the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul. Remember, this was years before The Secret. I mean, more than a decade before The Secret. And it came out. But of course, Jack was still very successful having written many chicken soup books. So I happened to meet Jack at, a, uh, at, a, at an award ceremony. He took, uh, saw my self-published book. He loved it. He just fell in love with it right on the spot, sent it to his publisher. My, uh, my first book came out from the Chicken Soup People in 1999. It was called Permission to Succeed. And that's how this whole thing started. And that's what we say is the start of the Affirmations Revolution. Amazing. So that first book then, so it was the basis of it, but you weren't calling it Affirmations back then, then it's grown into this, has it? Um, no, I, right away I called it Affirmations yeah. because I knew we needed a new word. See, think about it. When, when, isn't, isn't it true that a lot of times when you have a new technology or even a new way of looking at the universe, you need a new word, right? I mean, here we are mm -hmm. on a webinar or on Skype on the internet using software, all of those words are very new in terms of human history. They've only been around a tiny, tiny short time. Of course, now we use them every day. But somebody had to, you know, when somebody invented new technology, we needed a new word. Well, the word affirmations uh, that I discovered, so think about it this way. The word affirmation comes from the Latin word firmare, which means to make firm, right? That's the the old way, the traditional way, the affirmation. So it comes from the word to make firm. Now the word affirmations that I invented, and by the way, it's perfectly legitimate to invent a new word when you have a new technology, <laughs> no way of looking at the universe. Uh, the word affirmations comes from the Latin word formare, F-O-R-M-A-R-E, formare, which means to form or give shape to. So what I often ask my coaching clients or mastermind students, I often say to them, well, what if you're making something firm but it's in the wrong form. That's mm -hmm. called forming a life you didn't want, right? Mm -hmm. Why am I so broke? Why am I so fat? Why can't I lose weight? Why don't I have more money? You formed it unconsciously, right? Nobody does this on purpose, but it doesn't matter, right? The law doesn't care whether you are conscious or not. and doesn't care whether it's positive or not. It's just you sow it, you know, you plant the seeds, the seed grows. It's just, that's the law. So now for the first time, uh, we can change the questions we're asking, change those thought seeds, change the questions, 
change your results and thereby change your life. Amazing. No, thank you. So just, just, to, just to be clear then for the, for the ladies on the call, how do affirmations um, differ from affirmations then? How would you, if it, could you do an example of both? And just, Absolutely. You know, be sure. really clear. Okay, so keeping in mind, that's why I like to share the, the origin of those words. Okay, so remember, affirm to means, means to make firm. Now, the way that we have been taught this for decades, basically, from traditional success teachers is to say these statements over again. I am rich, I am rich, I am rich. I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm prosperous, I'm, you know, whatever they are, right? And you're basically told to bash your brain into submission. Just keep saying these statements over and over and over until you believe it. So you're basically trying to strangle yourself, say, come on, you know, and hey, maybe that works. for, And of course, it does work for a lot of people and fine. Um, however, again, my argument is, uh, and I'm totally right about this, having had thousands and tens of thousands of people tell me, yes, thank God you discovered this. I'm like, yeah, I know it's pretty awesome. Is that for millions of people out there, they're totally frustrated by that old method, okay, because the statement just doesn't stick in the brain. And so the question, when you form a question using my affirmations method that I talk about in the book, is that you, you're, you never have to bash your brain. It's like, so think about it in this way. Sometimes with the statement, it's like you're hitting a brick wall, right? I'm rich. No, you're not. I'm rich. No, you're not. You know, you just keep hitting the wall. Well, when you form a question, why am I so rich? You, you never hit the wall. You just, you go like mm -hmm. that. And you literally up, you're like, wow, why am I? Now, of course, you have to do, you have to follow the steps. This is not magic, right? This is science. It's not like you say, why did I win a million dollars? And, you know, a million dollars shows up in your bank account. It would be nice, but it doesn't work that way on planet Earth. I have had people, I will say in all fairness, I have had people write to me and said that they have won lottery, you mean like scratch tickets, using our formations. Nobody's won the big lottery, like millions, at least not that they've told me. Uh, and so, you know, I'm not saying that that's the way to get rich. Uh, at all, I'm just saying that we've had some some pretty incredible and some would say miraculous results as a result of our formations. I'll just give you a quick example. Uh, I mean, my God, there's there's just hundreds of them, but one that's coming to mind is we had a we had a 90 year old man in Australia, and he had been walking with uh, the assistance of a cane for years, literally years. Just you know, he had to use a cane. Well, he got a hold of my book of affirmations. He started to form, and literally within three weeks. He threw away his cane and he started walking and then running around the nursing home where he was living and people going, what, what, are, you, what are you on? What happened? And he said, hey, I just changed my brain. And I'm like, that is, I just love that story because I mean, 90 years old and here he is running around the nursing home, uh, you know, after years of, of, of needing assistance. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that. It's, this isn't like a miracle cure. Or I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. But, you know, for any particular person, but these are the stories that get reported to me over and over, people doubling or tripling their income, finding love, saving their marriage, marriages, even kids love affirmations. If, if, you know, for those of you who have kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, oh my God, kids love affirmations. They get better grades, they sleep better, they feel more confident. Um, I mean, we've had kids who were like at risk and the teachers like had forgotten about them. A teacher started teaching them affirmations. Now they're going off to college, they're getting scholarships. Just incredible, incredible stories from all around the world. It's amazing. How, how do you feel about the impact that affirmations had on people then? How, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel very humble, very proud, and I know that it works. Um, I just, uh, for everyone listening here and watching, what my vision is, 
is to have the word affirmations in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary and the Oxford English Dictionary by the end of this decade. Now, let me just give you an example of that. I've actually been in touch with the folks at the dictionaries, and what they told me is that when a word reaches a tipping point, I'm using you know Malcolm Gladwell's language, but a tipping point, then then that's when they you know they have a you know a committee I guess that you know examines words every year, and of course new words are added every time. As I I mean every year, as I mentioned a moment ago, we're always having new technology. So think about this: When was the first time you heard the word selfie? Right, you know that word selfie. Mm -hmm. that, that word never existed before. I mean, it can't even be 18 months. You know, but now of course we all know the word selfie. Maybe, maybe two years. But what happened is now that word is in the dictionary along with all you know a lot of other new words because just you know it just sort of tipped. So my mm -hmm. point for every one of you who are of formers—that's what we call ourselves, people who use affirmations. <laughs> And join the affirmations. So all of us are formers. We have to just. Our job is to tell everybody about affirmations. Is to share the book, uh, share the teaching, share this video, or you know, go to my website, go to noahstjohn.com, get people involved, tell everyone about it because we have to reach that tipping point so that the word affirmations is just as well known as the word affirmations. Amazing. So did you know when you were writing it? Um, did you did you? have a feel of how special it was going to become? Did you, did you just yes. know? I, I did, actually. I know that sounds funny, but I, I really did. because and, and the reason for that is not because I'm so great and wonderful. I'm just an average guy who just you know, stumbled on this thing. But I, I had been reading these self-help books for many, many years. I've, you know, it just was because I grew up poor in a rich neighborhood. So that's you know, a little about my background. I grew up in this town called Kennebunkport, Maine, which is one of the wealthiest communities in New England, but my family was dirt poor. I mean that literally. We lived at the bottom of a dirt road, you know, in a drafty, unfinished house that my parents lost at foreclosure. So I grew up with that poverty consciousness that I can't have, I'm not good enough, and all of that. And so as a result of that, I just, I really didn't like that. I didn't like being in poverty and fear and lack all the time, but there was no one there to help me. So I just went to the library. I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd from way back. I love reading, I love books. And, you know, my, my idea of a fun afternoon is just go to the library and curl up with a good book, you know. Mm -hmm. And so my point is that I've been reading all these books for so many years, and not one of them ever talked about anything like this. And so I, I did know that it had the potential to change the world, the potential to really uh, help a lot of people. And, you know, it, excuse me, you know, it has. I mean, just frankly, I want to help more people. I want to reach millions and millions more uh, with this information for that reason. I mean, this really, we're, we're at a very crucial time here in human history on, in, and in terms of the planet, and we really need better solutions. Well, the only way we're going to get better solutions is to be able to access this thing on a personal and a global level, and the only way to do that is to ask better questions. Amazing. Thank you. Um, do you mind if I ask you what the most powerful affirmation that you've used personally yeah, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, I, I'll tell you, I know exactly the one that it is, and I, and I definitely, I do talk about that in the book too, but the, the one that it is for me is the affirmation that really counters, I argue, most human problems. Most human problems come from the belief that I'm not enough, the belief that I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not you know, handsome or pretty enough. I, I'm just, you know, not rich enough, not successful enough, whatever. We all have that, or most people that I've met in my journey on this earth so far, you know, have that belief that I'm not enough. And for that reason, uh, the affirmation that's been the most powerful for me 
and the folks that I've shared it with is, why am I enough? When you just say, why am I enough? It really is a great counterpunch to that guy in your head that I call your head trash, or also I also call it in, in another one of my books, The Secret Code of Success, I call it your negative reflection. It's what like when you look at, if you were to look in a mirror and it only shows you the bad parts of you, the parts of you that aren't good enough, you know? And so that's why I call it your head trash, your negative reflection. Well, that's a punch to the face when you say, why am I enough? You're basically saying to that guy, hey, shut up. You know, I am enough. And, mm -hmm. and again, when you look at the statement, I am enough, I, I would argue that most people just don't believe that. They don't believe it unless you form it into a question, why am I enough? And then what I counsel my, my coaching clients and mastermind students is write a list of why you are enough. Literally write it down. Because if you just say, I'm enough, it's just, you're just sitting there going, well, I don't feel like I'm enough. You know, so you're just kind of back to square one or sometimes even worse. So that's why with, with that affirmation, I've, I feel it's very powerful and, and can be very effective for people. And, you know, what's, what's also really exciting and wonderful is to hear people who've overcome addictions, who quit smoking. Um, I've had many people write to me or call me and say they were going to commit suicide. And they read one of my books and then they didn't take their life. And that, you know, it inspired them to... To, to, to know there was an answer. There is a solution out there. And so it's really, really powerful. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, in, in your book, you talk about the belief gap, um, and it's where things really started to fit into place and, and the, the difference for me. So could you just explain to the listeners about what the belief gap is and, and how does it keep us Absolutely, sure. When we're trying to go make any change in our life, whether it's in, in your business and finances and relationships and your health, weight loss, whatever it might be, we're trying to go from and we want to go from where we are to where we want to be. So picture it like you're standing on the edge of a cliff and you're looking over there at where you want to be. So you're standing here, but you want to be over there, right? So between here and there is what I is a gap. And I call that I talk about this in the book and I say it's your belief gap. For most people, it's their belief gap. Now, what does that mean? That means it's not that people can't do it or they're not able to do it or they're, you know, incapable of doing it. It's just they believe they can't do it. Does that, that make sense? And so mm -hmm. when you believe you can't do something, uh, you know, what, <laughs> what are your efforts going to be? Very half-hearted, right? So, you, you know, you start – it's like going into a baseball game, right? And you're like – uh, I probably can't get a hit anyway, so I'll just, you know, I'll just sort of, yeah. And then, you know, you strike out and go, see, I told you. Well, you, you didn't have the right mindset going into it, right? So if you could say, you know, why am I enough? Or, you know, maybe another affirmation, like, why am I going to get a hit? Now, I'm not guaranteeing you're going to get a hit every time, but at least give yourself a chance. Most people take themselves out of the game before they even get up to bat. So that belief gap is really affecting a lot of people, and I will say, that many, many people have come to me after spending tens of thousands of dollars on every other self-help program out there. I mean, all the big name gurus, all the famous dudes, and they're still stuck and they still have that belief gap and they're still saying I'm not enough and they're still saying I can't do it. Well, then they come to me, they start using affirmations, they start using my power habits formula where I teach the power habits of unconsciously successful people and for the first time in their lives, they get unstuck. And what's uh, just as a quick example of that, uh, we had a client named Susan, and she had spent $60,000 on every self-help program, all the big names, and she was about to go bankrupt. She was about to lose her home. She was about to lose her, 
her, uh, her husband, her husband was going to leave her. He literally said, I can't take this anymore. Now she wasn't spending that money on shoes and clothes. She was literally spending on self-help products. She was trying to get better, but she was about to go under. Nothing was working. She came to me. She heard me on a, on a program similar to this, you know, a radio show and a friend told her about it. And she said, wow, I just, she just connected with it. Long story short, she got my book. She got the online program. She started following the system, followed the formula. And six months later, she was offered her dream job. She's now making her six-figure income. She's written her first book. And she's now been nominated for an Emmy twice. She's actually an Emmy-nominated television producer now. All of that completely changed just from using affirmations and following power habits. It's an incredible story. Amazing. Amazing. And isn't it like just how our brain keeps us where we are? Like, yeah. Yeah, because I, and I love in your book, there's so many examples like that. And you just, it just reaffirms how powerful it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and that's why I like to give those stories, Victoria, because I want people to know it's not, it's not just, a, this isn't about me. You know, I'm, I'm the guy that discovered it and, you know, I'm the guy who named it and all that stuff and I'm the teacher of it. And it's up to, but it's up to all of us to, to share with our friends. As I mentioned, we've got to reach a tipping point with affirmations so that we can get in the dictionary and that every time you type affirmations, it doesn't spell check it and change it to affirmations. <laughs> Spell check. I'm like, I know we got to get the dictionary so we can get rid of that. (laughs) Definitely. Um, So I'm I'm reading a lot at the moment about the law of attraction. And I just wonder how affirmations differ from what is being talked about on that subject at the moment. How how does. Yeah. Well, as I mentioned earlier, this does use the law of sowing and reaping, which none of us can get away from, you know, not in this universe. And so in, in the movie, The Secret, of course, what they did was they packaged it brilliantly because they basically made the law of attraction, make it, they made the universe seem like a cosmic vending machine. That's what I call it, mm-hmm. right? So you say, hey, I want to be rich. Ka-ching, push the rich button and the money comes out. Oh, I want a car, push the button and the car comes out. That doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. The universe mm-hmm. is not a cosmic vending machine. Now, it is true that what, you know, our thoughts do create our lives to a degree, but what they forgot and what, because we don't want to hear this, right? I mean, who wants to work, right? I'd rather sit there and just make money. Of course, duh. Who wants to work? I'm lazy, you know, and (laughs) I'd rather just sit there and have money. Oh, look, money comes Work that way, darn it. So the, the point is there are three levels of manifestation, thought, word, and action. I mean, this is, again, this is ancient law. This is nothing new. You, what you think is, is crucial, of course. That's where everything starts. But what you say is also very crucial, both what you say to yourself internally and what you say to the outside world. And the most crucial thing is taking action. The example I like to give is a house, right? If you think about having a new house, do you have a new house? No. If you talk about having a new house, do you have a new house? No. You have to take action. You have to either build a house, buy a house, you know, steal a house. I don't know how you steal a house, but whatever. Don't do that. You get my point. You have to take some action on the earth. Yeah. So that is where my work differs from what, you know, other people are teaching, which is, again, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's not, it, it, it is incomplete and it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. That's why a lot of people are what I call secret survivors. You know, they watch the secret 47 times. They go, where's all my money? Are you taking any action? No, I'm just sitting there. They just said I could sit there. Okay. Just come on. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Now I see this a lot in Facebook groups of people saying, you know, I've done all the, the stats, 
stuff, but I'm still not getting results. And actually, they're just not, they're not doing the action. <laughs> well, that's kind of like Susan, that my, my client that I mentioned a moment ago, you know, went from 60,000 in debt to a six-figure income now, uh, you know, following my formula. So again, I, I'm not, I, she wasn't really, uh, she, there were just some missing pieces there that, that I was able to fill in for her. And for many people, it's just a really common occurrence that people have spent tens of thousands of dollars on, on everything out there, but they're still stuck. So I'm the guy that like fills in the gap. So I'm, I'm kind of like um, the, uh, the, the law of attraction cleanup crew. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, if, there's, if there's anyone listening, um, cause I support uh, mums to start their own business from scratch and, and grow it to, so they can, you know, they can be at home with the kids and, yeah. and build an income on their terms. So is there, have, you, have you got anything that you could sort of say to them? Because it's really tough, you know, to, to manage everything. And sometimes it can just feel a little bit too tough at times. Like, have you, have you felt on your journey that it's been tough for you? And how have you managed to break through those? Yeah, every those step has been tough. Every <laughs> step. It, you know, it, it's getting easier and easier, uh, you know, luckily over time. But, but, yeah, every step has been tough, mostly because the teachers out there are really sucky teachers. I mean, they really, they really suck it. They leave everything out. They leave all the good stuff out. I call it the black box, you know, of marketing, especially because all those internet marketers out there are talking about how much money they're making, but they never talk about the fact that anybody else has made any money. I'm like, no kidding, because you leave all the good stuff out. So just, just to give a quick uh, perspective here, I, what I am, you know, one of the world's foremost experts at is the inner game and the outer game. So the inner game are the stuff we've been talking about, you know, the head trash, getting, getting rid of your I'm not enoughness and so forth. The two uh, tools that I use for that are affirmations and my power habit system. You can learn more about power habits at trypowerhabits.com or actually just go to powerhabits.com, powerhabits.com. And now there's actually a free video series. You can get all that for free. And I have a training program called Power Habits Academy. Then the third thing that I teach uh, or the main thing is for the outer game, for those folks who are trying to build their business, want to have that financial freedom, want to have that, I call it the online lifestyle business because it is, you can literally be anywhere. Um, you know, you can be on the beach, you can be playing golf, you can be getting a massage or, you know, out dancing, whatever. And you're literally making money because it's a machine. So that's why I uh, just uh, announced a program called six figure business machine. And that's, if you go to that uh, webpage, it's six figure business machine, just like it sounds. And you can learn about that program. And in fact, uh, I'm going to be teaching that class coming up in a couple of weeks now uh, where I walk you through the five steps to literally go from everything from what's your offer to creating your lead magnet so you can attract people from all around the world to tripling your sales without spending more on advertising. Almost everybody's doing this wrong because they just keep pounding people with offers and that just doesn't work. You have to always be adding value and I actually give you my best converting campaigns that I had to spend a quarter million dollars to learn because of these sucky teachers. I had to figure it out for myself after <laughs> this time. And, and also then the, and then the final step is to become a celebrity thought leader. That's excuse me, I call it you know, position yourself as a celebrity thought leader. See, what people don't realize is that all fame is manufactured. A lot of people are just waiting around to be discovered. And that's happened about, you know, four times, you know, out of a billion people. So yes, can it happen, but it's, the odds are not good. 
So we have to manufacture fame, and there's just simple ways to do that. Now, you know, they range anywhere from free to very expensive. But you know, if you're if you don't have any cash flow right now, start with the free ones, right? I mean, I, I've made a, I've made a very good living mostly doing free. You know, so you know, can you spend a lot of money? Yeah, and that's what you don't want to do. I'm more protective of my clients' money sometimes than they are. I'm like, no, don't spend that yet. I mean, just wait, wait till you're ready. Then when you have all the machine in place then you can start to do some small testing. So the reason we call it six-figure business machine, just to be very blunt, I could have easily called it seven-figure machine or eight-figure machine. The problem is most people can't get there in their minds. They can't, they literally can't, remember I was talking about belief gap earlier? Mm -hmm. They can't get there, they're like, yeah, I want seven figures, but you think you can do it? And they really don't think they can do it. So again, it's not that you're not capable of it, of course you are. But we've got to get you from you know where you are to the next step before we can you know, get you to the seven or eight figures. I have helped many of my clients get to seven and yes, eight figures, but by far the most, the majority of people come to me and they say, I really, really want to break that six figure mark, you know, on my mm -hmm. business, which basically means about $10,000 a month. So if you can start to a form, why is it so easy for me to make $10,000 a month? That's going to be the first hurdle in your brain is to believe that you can do it. Not that you aren't capable, but you have to believe. So that's where the inner game and the outer game comes together with the uh, app formations and power habits for your inner game and then six-figure business machine for your outer game. You're going to be unstoppable. Amazing. I know when, when we um, went through the, with your book, in you know, our little book club, um, I think it came up that, like, how do you deal with it? So if you're really, like, in it and you're, you're thinking things like, why is it so easy? And your partner or something's not very supportive and they're like, you know, putting in the other message into your other ears, like how, how, do you, how do you deal with that? Well, that's a very common question, Victoria. I get that all <laughs> the time. My husband doesn't understand. Yeah, I know. Okay, so here's what I always tell, and it is primarily my female clients that bring this up, and I get <laughs> but The first thing is I want you all, you know, everybody who's interested and, and just wants to take a look at this, go to sixfigurebusinessmachine.com. Just go to that webpage, and the word it's either the word six or the number six, either one. So sixfigurebusinessmachine.com. And by the way, this program came about because of demand from my clients. They literally demanded because they said, Noah, thank you. You fixed my brain. You know, I don't have any more head trash. Now I want to build my business. And I had to sheepishly send them to somebody else who can't teach their way out of a paper bag. So I finally said, I got to mm -hmm. teach this. This is nuts. I'm sending them to people who can't even teach. And I've been teaching this to my $50,000 clients for years and years. But this is the first time that I've ever released it to, you know, in, in a way that for its consumption for, you know, the general public at, at a lower cost. Anyway, long story short, take, so go to that webpage, sixfigurebusinessmachine.com. Number two, sit your husband down. And here's what I always say to my female clients. Men like money. Men listen to money. So you lay it out for them in terms of here's why I want to do this, honey, because I want more money for our family and I want to make this money and I want, I want you to be involved. That's the other thing. So you're dealing with the male ego which I know a lot about. Okay, so men's ego, they're very fragile. Duh. We know this. Every woman on planet Earth knows this. And so you have to just involve the ego. See, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm giving you this backstage stuff that, of course, <laughs> you already know it, but, but I'm telling you how to deal with it. So my point is, because the question comes up all the time, you just sit them down and say, honey, 
I, I love you and I, I just, I really, I know this can work because I see other people doing it and I know we can do it. And it, you know, use that word we and you know, I really, I'd love to get your you know, support on this and, and I know that this can really make a big difference for us and I want to go on fun vacations, don't you? I mean, wouldn't that be fun to just go on vacation, be able to be making money while we're on a cruise ship and the money's just coming in automatically and then he's going, yeah, that does sound pretty good. You know, or, mm -hmm. or you could be playing golf, you know, and, and I could be whatever, or we can play golf together, go ballroom dancing. So paint a picture for him, get him thinking about all this money and he'll be like, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Now, the other thing is, and just to be blunt, um, the, the question that, that should come up is, has it worked? You know, has it worked for anybody else? And that's why on all of my pages, you see all of these success stories and case studies by my actual clients, not just famous people saying, no, it was great, although that's wonderful to have Jack Canfield, John Azraf, Neil Donald Walsh, you know, Laurel Land, everybody who's in the secret does actually support my work. So I'm not speaking out of school because they all know this, but uh, as well as, you know, just regular people, people like Susan, like Sheila, who went from 5000 a month to $75,000 a month. People like Brittany, who went from nothing, a total startup, to over $20 million in sales. You know, so just, it goes on and on and on. So use those, use, you know, use those case studies, look at them, show them, and say, honey, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. Lovely. Yeah, no, thank you. That's really helpful. Thank you. Right. Um, so those, um, for, for the people watching, if you've got any questions for Noah, do pop them in the Q&A, because I know you said you'd be happy to take some, some questions. Um, one lovely lady did email me a question, if I just read this out to you, if that's okay. <clears throat> so she says, um, I'm a lifelong doubt of my own abilities, and although I realize that I do have some talents, I've always championed others before myself. How do I allow myself to be at the top of my list of priorities and therefore allow myself the belief that I do deserve to drag myself out of the gutter of my life and to give myself the right to pursue my happiness through my writing or art? Yeah, you know, what's amazing about that question, I love that question. Thank you, the questioner, who, you know, you're, I'm not sure what your name is, but thank you for that question. That's why the title of my first book that I, you know, remember I was talking about with, with Jack Canfield, the title of my first book was actually called Permission to Succeed, because that's what I realized many years, that was one of my epiphanies that I had in 1997 that led to my starting my company in 1997, which was that we don't need any more how-tos of success, we need to give ourselves permission to succeed first at the foundation. And so this is a permission issue. So for the, the questioner, uh, I would actually start with my Power Habits Academy. Again, go to powerhabits.com and you can just get you know some free information on that and then really join Power Habits Academy. That's where I walk you through the power habits of unconsciously successful people so that you give yourself permission to succeed. That's the foundation of all the work you're going to do really for the rest of your life. And now I'm going to say this to, to you guys because, I, you know, you've been reading my books and or, you know, at least, you know, expanded to this awareness. I, I have helped my clients over the last few years make $100 million, literally add over $100 million in sales. You know, some of it in eight figures, most of it in six and seven figures. Okay. Now, this is what people don't realize. I, and, you know, the, the general public probably wouldn't even believe it or get this. 90% of that money, that increase came from inner game, inner game, not the outer game. Do you need marketing? Yes. Do you need a website? Yes. Do you need to do all that outer game stuff? Mm -hmm. Yes. But that's the tip of the iceberg. That's the little teeny bit, maybe 10%. The $90 million or more, much more has come when people mastered their inner game. So for the mm -hmm. questioner and for frankly, all of us, 
Uh, that's why I released Power Habits Academy first. And then as I, as I mentioned, the six-figure business machine literally just came after because people kept demanding it because they go, hey, no, I'm all set now. I'm ready to make money. Let's go. You know, so, oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Here's what I've been doing for 20 years. You know, I just, uh, anyway, but does that make sense? Does, I mean, Yeah, no, it does definitely. And it's definitely something I've witnessed because you can have, um, you know, different people access to exactly the same information, the how-to stuff, but it's, it's the way they believe about themselves, the way they believe about what's possible that really holds them back or makes them go like faster than you've ever seen. So yeah, I completely. Um, and, and I will yeah. say just uh, to your point that you made, Victoria, the point is that all of those uh, internet marketing gurus, the teachers are in fact unconscious of allowing themselves to succeed. So they couldn't teach you, they can't teach you the inner game stuff because they're unconscious. And that's a compliment. Mm. I'm not putting them down. That's great. Yay for them. But for the rest of us, the 99% of us walking around going, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. That's why I had to write my stuff. See, yeah. so the, the, when, once you have power habits, once you've, you know, you learn it and you master it, then you're like, I have a solid foundation upon which to build my machine. So think about it another way. I mean, you can get across town by walking and you can get across town by riding your bike, but wouldn't it make more sense to get across town in a car, right? Mm. You can go across the country or across the globe in a plane. These are machines, you see, rather than just you always pedaling and pedaling. And, <laughs> you know, that's what most people are doing for 40 years. No wonder they're exhausted and no wonder they, they don't have financial freedom. So when you build your six-figure business machine, which I, that's why I just laid it out for you step-by-step. Step. I give you the, I just hand you everything because mm -hmm. I got tired of people not having it. And so, you know, of course, for if people want more support and more, you know, time with me, there's ways to be, you know, an, an inner circle client of mine and so forth. But, you know, that's down the road for right now. Focus on your inner game with power habits and affirmations. And then secondly is the six-figure business machine. Those two things you're going to, are going to pay huge dividends for you. Amazing. Now I'm definitely going to go and check those out. So thank you. Um, and then you also you also mentioned your new book, Get Your Foot Off the Brake. So is, is you mentioned there's a way that, that our listeners can can get an ac access to that book? Yes, absolutely. Just go to my main website, which is noahstjohn.com. That's my name, N-O-A-H-S-T-J-O-H-N.com, noahstjohn.com, and just download it for free. Um, and that's, uh, it's, a, it's a really nice overview of everything that I teach about getting your foot off the brake and why most people are driving down the road of life with one foot on the brake and one on the gas. Mm. Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so Ellie, Ellie's up. Uh, could, you, could you tell Ellie how to record her own aff um, affirmations? Um, is there an app, she said? What's that? Say again? She said she believes there's an app. Have you, have you got an app? She said, tell me well, more about how to we, have, we, we had an app, and it's not on iTunes anymore. We, we, oh, I, no. I wasn't thrilled with it. It, didn't, it, didn't, it wasn't up to the standards that I set for my company. So I'm actually interviewing and uh, looking to other app um, makers, producers, whatever you call them. Uh, so anyway, so no, at the moment, there is not an Affirmations app. However, we do have something called a Formware which is affirmation software. So you can actually record your own affirmations in your own spoken voice. And then we actually uh, give you a hundred different music selections. So you can set your empowering affirmations. And there's even a wizard we walk you through and I give you, you know, like up to a hundred or more affirmations um, in weight loss or health or money or finances or relationships, whatever it is you want to manifest. So that's a formware.com, A-F-F-O-R-M.
W-A-R-E, like Alformation Software. So we put it together, it's a formware. Um, and so that's, that's a really great tool and it's very, very simple. There's nothing to download. You just do it right, um, you know, right online. It's, uh, it's a great, great tool. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Ellie, for that question. Yep. Um, what, is, is there any, what, what, what do you think you've learned about yourself through the whole process of stuff, you know, writing the book and your whole journey? What, are there sort of traits that you think that um, have really helped you to get to where you are? Well, yeah. I mean, one trait is, um, is just dogged persistence and perseverance. I have a huge mission which is to, you know, teach 10 million people about our formations before I'm dead. <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't, you know, we, we could die. I could die tomorrow. I could live for another 50 years. You know, we never know that, of course. So mm -hmm. my point is, I know that I've got a job to do. I was given this message uh, to give to the world, to share with, with millions, hopefully tens of millions of people. And, uh, you know, because it really can change the world. So every day, I'm, I, I wake up knowing exactly what I'm supposed to do on the earth and see what's, Amazing about that is prior to discovering affirmations and power habits, I didn't know why I was on the earth. In fact, at age 22, I, I decided to commit suicide. I, I, do, I do share that story in the book um, because people ask me about it a lot. I, I, was, I, I didn't want to make the book about me, but people asked me about it so much that I did. And my, my, my editor at Hay House just begged me to put the story in there. So I do talk about the story of how and, you know, and why I almost committed suicide. But I don't even say that. I say that I decided to commit suicide. I, I mean, I made that decision, and it was only literally a miracle at the very, very last moment that, uh, you know, my life was spared, and I'm still here talking to you. So, mm. I mean, that uh, I, I know what it's like to be, um, you know, in the brinks of despair and, and poverty and fear and lack and just believing I'm not good enough. So I know that very well, having spent most of my life there. Uh, you know, uh, all of my life before this discovery. So what's nice is, you know, I discovered out formations when I was 30. I'm 49 years old right now. So this is coming up on the 20 year anniversary yeah. of affirmations. And so what's nice is I, I do have a lot. I mean, almost as much time in the good as in the not very good. So it, it is nice. And, and of course, I, I don't go back there, you know, but it's, it's always mm -hmm. there. And it's, it's part of my experience. So that way, when people come to me and there are, they are in, in pain or, you know, in, in um, dire straits, I, I certainly can, can relate to a lot of that. So, you know, that's why I'm here. And so that's, I think that's the number one thing, not, not intelligence, not, uh, uh, well, I certainly I didn't have any money when I started, so I wasn't having lots of money. I didn't have any money. I was a college student, you know. So mm -hmm. um, it was just having that that dogged perseverance and knowing that I'm here to to make a difference. That I have to do it, and that if I don't do it, nobody's going to do it. And so mm. I think that's you know if that message can get through, then then if that works for you or you know for the folks watching, then you know whatever I always say, whatever motivates you, use that. You know, yeah. if I want to make a million dollars. Great. Then let that be motivated. If, if it's I want to make an impact, I want to transform the world, then use that. Whatever way you're wired, just make sure you use it so you don't give up. Yeah, that's it. Just never give up. And I, and I say that to, to the ladies that I work with a lot. You've just got to get through those really tough times to get to the, to the good stuff. And like you said, it's getting easier and easier as you're going. And, <laughs> and that's the way it goes. Yeah. Is there anything that you do differently over these last 19, nearly 20 years then from, <laughs> from when you first did it? That's a lot. <laughs> Mostly not listen to those idiots who gave me a lot of bad advice. I, uh, I'm a very trusting soul. I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, I just tell the truth. When I, when I discovered affirmations, 
And when I discovered power habits, I just said to God, I said, well, what am I supposed to do now? I mean, I'm, I'm a college student. I got no money. I don't, I don't know anything about building a bit. I don't know any, what, what am I supposed to do? And the message that I heard was just tell the truth. Just tell them the truth. I said, okay. So that's what I've done ever since. And what's funny is that, you know, I assumed other people did that too. Then I've come to find out, well, almost nobody does that. And so, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'm just a very trusting person. And so I've let people... Uh, take advantage of me, and I've spent a lot of money that I shouldn't have spent on on people who didn't deserve it. And that's, but that's on me. I didn't, I didn't vet them. I didn't investigate. I didn't make sure. I didn't check them out. And so I, I lost a lot of money. And so that would be what I would do different: is definitely vet people. That's why when you go on my website, you just see just case story after case story and testimonial after testimonial because it's it's all there. This is these are real people with real results in real life. And, you know, I'm just very passionate about that. And so uh, that, it, that would have been nice to, 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 look, to get that better a lot sooner. <laughs> oh, and it comes through like in the bucket loads of just what a genuine guy you are, just a lovely guy. Yeah, he just wants to make a difference in the world. So that just comes through. So yeah, definitely. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I don't think there's any more questions from him. I think you've answered everything. It's just, it's such a great book. And I, when I spent the weekend that I was reading, I was just walking around and we were in a hotel for Valentine's weekend. And then um, I was just repeating all the questions over and over to, to me and my husband. <laughs> I was like, that it, de it worked. It definitely, it's, yeah, Wonderful. amazing. So thank you so much for all the work that you do. My pleasure. My pleasure. And well, thank it's you so been much. great to be on the program today. Sorry? It's been great to be here with you. Great to be on the program today. Oh, it's been lovely to chat to you and to meet you, Noah. So thank you so much for your time. It's really generous of you. My pleasure. All right, then. Take care and have a great rest of the day. All right. See you later, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. You were just listening to the School Run podcast hosted by me, Victoria Caseborn. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review here on iTunes and make sure you head over to victoriacaseborn.com to subscribe to my free how-to training, daily inspiration, and of course sign up to my free challenge. I'm really looking forward to welcoming you inside. Speak to you again soon, and in the meantime, remember that you are amazing just the way you are, and if you can dream it, you can believe it, then you can absolutely make it happen one step at a time. Lots of love and have a wonderful day.